celebrity culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance Women, Melissa Itell Duran is our host each and every week. You can watch the two documentaries on her by going to melissaitelljoran.com or uh, go uh, to Roku, Marissa Vision, Melissa Vision, and, um, and it's a work in progress, but uh, but she's wonderful anywhere you see her. And uh, again, our host each and every week, Marissa, Melissa Itel Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well, and, uh, it, you know, it's... It's Rex Hewerman's uh, moment in the in the spotlight, but I don't know that this is the 15 minutes of fame that he wanted to get. And by the way, I have a feeling it's going to be more than 15 minutes. And of course, Rex Hewerman is the sure. is the uh, accused serial killer uh, found in Massapequa Park, and he's now somewhat the pride of Massapequa Park, I guess, right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's got to share the spotlight with Joey Buttafuoco there. But Joey Buttafuoco has never done anything like this man has been accused of the Gilgo beach killer. What's, what's your thoughts? Oh my God. Um, you know, you've been working this case. You were the, you, you were the pioneer of, 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 of break, bringing this case to the forefront and keeping it alive. And, and I think, and, and of course other people too, but, but you've been there from the very beginning. So, um, I don't know if his, his arrest was a shock to you, or if you had an inkling all along that this guy, this guy was behind it, or maybe he was working as part of a, a ring. I mean, it just boggles the mind to think how could somebody do this. I mean, it, I could see some people compartmentalizing their lives. I know I'm, during the day they're these, they are uh, the professional, hardworking, um, uh, you know, um, upper middle class. Um, uh, uh, um, business owners. This guy was an architect. I mean, I have thoughts about architects, but I don't think I'll save them for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then on, at night, or, or or you know, on off hours, he sees him. He's somebody else. He's somebody you wouldn't even recognize. You and and to think that his his pre. You, I understand now. You told me that uh, off off mic that he is, was divorced. Yeah, and that he had, and now and he's been married to. This woman, um, we don't even know her name, and he has children. I assume with this, this, this spouse, and they had no idea what was going on with him. Yeah, it's amazing. I never heard his name until the morning after he was arrested, and mm -hmm. I knew there was going to be an arrest, and we were expecting it on the nineteenth, and uh, you know Wednesday, Wednesday the nineteenth, and uh, it, he became a flight risk. I guess they thought, and that it was leaking out. So they made the arrest. But um, Ray Tierney, who's turned into a very good friend of mine, uh, he's the district attorney, and he's the guy we got behind to get rid of Tim Sini, who wasn't doing anything to capture this. In fact, everybody thought it was dead and it was a cold case. Mm -hmm. Whatever. This guy came out of the, the blue. But they knew about him since March 14, 2022, after uh, Tierney took office, and that's when they found out about him. And he's, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's it's amazing to me. Rex Hewerman, and, uh, you know, he's a monster. Now, he's only linked to the Gilgo Four, so far the three. Right. But and let's face it, he's, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's the going to be the killer, uh, name the killing suspect for uh, for 
the fourth. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I, it's just, it's, it's heart wrenching because you can imagine what the yeah. families are going through, but this is, no, I can't. It's just, this is the biggest story in the country right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just horrific. Now, um, I have to also applaud the, the, the DA in Suffolk County, um, Ray Tierney. Where, where, what is Ray Tierney's background? Was he a prosecutor in Suffolk County before he became the DA? Well, he was, and then he didn't see eye to eye with Burke. Uh, he's a very clean-cut guy. He's like Joe Friday. Yeah. I've gotten to know yeah. him and his uh, and his mm -hmm. uh, three sisters and his wife and his family, his four kids. Uh, just yeah. a wonderful family. But yeah. uh, the the one thing I gotta say is uh, is he's not what you would consider a partier. You know, either am I. You know, but Jimmy yeah. Burke early on at the at the Suffolk DA's office with Spoda, um, you know, tested him and he he said some outrageous things in front of him and he didn't blink yeah. and uh, he just. And Jimmy Burke always did that. Jimmy Burke became the police chief under Ballone. Ballone appointed Jimmy Burke, um, who had all kinds of prostitution uh, charges against him. And it was he was running a prostitution ring. And, and he made him police chief. He, Steve Ballone, the county executive still yes. in Suffolk County, yes. named mm -hmm. Jimmy Burke, to the shock of all of us, including me, who was friendly with Jimmy Burke. And when I say yeah. friendly, I was an ally. Um, but he put Jimmy Burke in charge of the hen house and you couldn't get a nastier fox to uh, to watch the hens than 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 jimmy and as soon as he got in there they kicked the fbi out of the invest i didn't even know local police could do that but they asked jerry hart who was the lead agent for the uh, you know the long island fbi they asked um they asked uh the fbi and the u.s attorney's office to leave and uh, and then you know they made it virtually impossible to solve this for uh, for all these years. And again, Frank McKay here, Melissa Itell, Joran.com, everyone is a place to go. But to answer your question, is this guy part of a ring? We don't know yet what he is. Um, I heard Curtis Lee talking this morning, and and I you know I think they get their information uh, from me uh, one way or the other. I heard part of Curtis's rant. Yes, it was very loud. I didn't catch the whole thing because <laughs> of time limits. But um, what I'm curious to, to know is what drives a person to do this? I mean, they're, they're finding out things now that, uh, about him. That, yet, uh, that, that this Rex Herman, who is an architect, has his own firm in Manhattan, has had one for the last uh, almost 30 years. It's but a double life, to say the least. I own 200 guns, guns, some of which were not licensed. What drives someone to do this? I mean, and, and how could his own wife not know? I mean, she was, by the way, there's something really creepy about this house in, in Massapequa Park, if that's the proper zip code. Yeah, one hundred five, uh, 105 1st Avenue. I was there the other day in Massapequa Park. I mean, for a guy who's so successful, wouldn't you think he'd live in a, you know, a more up-to-date home? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's going. <laughs> what, what do they think? He he was hiring prostitutes, and then he had to kill them to keep quiet. And then there's this connection with, uh, as you mentioned, some of the some of the, the corrupt officials um, who were ahead of the, um, you know, in charge of of, of, of um, law and order in in that part of Suffolk County. I mean, what what I can't understand it. Can you give us a sense of what the, the mindset of a man like that is? Why the murders? What is he? Was he ever? Uh, did he ever have any? Uh, did he have a psychological uh, background test that, that, that 
raise red flags? Well, uh, I, that I that I don't know yet, but they um, they they do say um, uh, that he's uh, you know he's <laughs> I, you know obviously he's out of his mind uh, beyond belief. Uh, in order uh, for a man, woman, whoever to to take another um, uh, to take another person's life, you would uh, automatically think that this is um, th- this is uh, you know somebody cut from a different cloth. Than, than anyone else, but I think we're going to find out little by little. I, I I will say one thing: the the name Rex uh, Hewerman uh, was first uh, found out by my wife. My wife, Kristen, found out the, the name, and they made the arrest, and it wasn't coming, you know, anywhere. And then um, my wife, Google Earth, you know, through Google Earth, the uh, the app, she she looked at what the post put up. Because I was doing radio early in the morning, I was doing an Akron show and I was doing a uh, um, a Cleveland show, and then uh, around here, uh, around uh, here, I was doing the local LI News Radio, and I was going back and forth. And uh, my wife said, "I think I have the name," and she said, "It's Craig Hewerman, Craig Hewerman." And I, uh, I, I said, "Really?" So what I did is I, I, I called up somebody very close to the, you know, investigation. And we heard mm-hmm. that uh, we heard that um, uh, different neighbors uh, we knew we were trying to get in touch with them to see about a name, and and I said to you know I said to somebody I said look um, we're we're hearing a name and I'm about to announce it and they said oh no oh f you know we, we don't want the name coming out yeah it'll come out later in the year I said no I said I got to give it it's going to come out uh, we got the name Craig Hewerman. And somebody said, uh, well, it's wrong. It's not Craig Hewerman. And then I said, well, we're going to go on the air with Craig Hewerman. I said, it's going to come out. And uh, and then my wife said, it might be Rex Hewerman. I said, Rex Hewerman. Oh. And somebody said, ah, F, you know, like they cursed. And uh, Bingo. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So I, I called up Jay Oliver, who has the morning show on Ally News Radio. And I, I called up his producer and said, uh, it was a guy named Jacob Biela. And I said, Jacob, uh, get Jay off the air this second. Go put a 30-second commercial on, put a put a minute on, whatever. But just get him off for a second. I need to, don't put me on the air. And he said, oh. So I, I, I said, we got the name. It's Rex Hewerman. And uh, so Jay Oliver announced it. He was the first one in the world to announce it. Um, it, it was it was linked to all the, you know, the 24 other stations that Caracciola had because it's such big news and we've been following it. John Caracciola owns 24 different outlets a lot of florida anyway and uh and it, it came on the news uh you know on all these different stations from jay oliver and mm-hmm. um through this methodology and then abc called me somebody from abc uh and then somebody from a- abc uh in austin texas called me and uh i i uh, confirmed and then we blasted it out a little bit and then Within 15 yeah. minutes, everybody in the world was talking about Rex Hewerman. But, but my wife figured it out. Isn't that funny? Wow. Well, she needs, you know, uh, uh, accolades to uh, Kristen for her detective work. Yeah. <laughs> her fine investigative skills. Yeah, she's great. Uh, just absolutely great. Uh, a- anyway, uh, Frank McKay here, Melissa MelissaItelJuren.com, everyone. Great place to start. Uh, uh, Melissa, I mean, you're... Your thought, as soon as you heard uh, heard this, uh, it, you you heard uh, you know about this guy Hewerman, and 
uh, you know, immediately, I mean, uh, what's what's your thought? Uh, they got him because this is only the, the Gilgo four. You know, this is only right. three of the four yeah. Gilgo four, right. which means there's more uh, exactly. to be discovered. But what was your initial thought? Well, he, uh, I guess he was, he was just as stunned to be arrested in the middle of the street near his, in Manhattan, near his, uh, his business. Uh, I think he, he must have known that they were tagging him. He did a lot of online searches about, um, why hasn't this uh, been solved? I mean, you know, he was, it was evident that he knew what, that they were on his tail and he thought he could evade them as, as long as possible. Uh, this is a very, um, let's just say this is somebody who, uh, you would not miss in a crowd because of the, uh, the this, this unusual physical presence. He's a big, hefty guy. Uh, there's something, he has, you know, in, in the mugshot, he looked like a stone cold, you know. Killer. Uh, stone cold, yes. Right. Stone cold, yes. And I don't know, I can't, I don't know what was going on in the home. His, you know, the, the wife was totally unaware of this. I mean, I, I just... I don't know how someone can 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 operate like this. Yet there are people who do do you know they they compartmentalize parts of their lives. They have the public side, they have the private side, and they have God knows what else. You know the deep dark, <laughs> sinister part. And I just what what I can't understand is why would who, what, why what what were you doing? What what kind of what kind of perverse or or sick. Uh, ideas did you have in your head uh, to, to, to hire these girls these report you know I feel bad for these girls nobody cares about sex workers that's what they call yeah, them today right many of them were you know they were all had this funny thing is that they all had the same similar physical descriptions they were small women they had hazel eyes I don't know what this what the you know what the mo is about i don't understand that i don't know what if this i i and i, I think there's somebody maybe there's somebody else involved in this i don't know because i'm i know i now they're investigating the, the gilgo beach um gated community and and you know there they, they, they might be a lot of people a lot of a lot of people we don't even know about a lot of men who were involved in this who knows um why do this why what kind of a person I mean, I just can't. I, I can't imagine being married to somebody who has a side life like that, right under my nose, and then living day to day with this person, finding out that he's murdered. He's murdered these poor women. What did they I, I, to silence them? Is that the reason to do that? Uh, and and how this could just go? I understand that take police work takes time, investigative work, DNA analysis. This is, you know, we've got the new technology. It's so it's it's so far advanced from when um, when these murders first occurred uh, over a dozen years ago, and they have to be meticulous in in in, in their follow up. They just can't do a you know a, um, an instantaneous um, uh, uh, arrest. It just can't be like that. But I I just it just boggles the mind to think that somebody's capable of that. And living amongst us, it could be your neighbor. I mean, do you really know the person who passes you on the street? Do you really know the person who lives next door to you? Uh, it's 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 not just creepy; it's beyond creepy. Yeah, it's it's it really it's beyond comprehension. And yes. uh, and you're, you're absolutely right, Melissa. I tell com, everyone. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa is our host each and every week. Uh, you know, when you when you mention this. 
I, you know, I went down to the uh, uh, the arraignment. I was at the arraignment, and I was in the uh, I think the the third or fourth row, and uh, just behind uh, the the row of sheriffs, and and there was a law enforcement in front of me, uh, row, another row of law enforcement mm-hmm. in front of me. And when they brought him out, and I want to, you know, say all the cliche things, but when they brought him out, um, and and I caught his face, uh, it just. I, you know, it just it was it was chilling, uh, and and I guess you know he's up all night. He just got smashed with this, and and uh, you know he probably wasn't expecting. He's in the same clothes. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and uh, I'm sure he's exhausted. Maybe he's up all night. Maybe he slept. Who knows what it is? But he looked like detached. He looked like his his yeah. mind was uh, was some you know like it just in a whole different place mm-hmm. and you know i know th- there's two cliches when it comes to people like this one is um one is that uh, he seems so normal he seems so um uh, he seems so normal he seems so uh, uh average uh, average guy and uh you know good guy a peaceful guy quiet guy you know you usually hear that or you hear you know that guy was a monster i can't believe it was under our nose the whole time the house mm-hmm. is dilapidated i mean it really it yeah, really looks terrible I, and right which i thought was i thought was quite um quite um odd for so, someone who's who is obviously um upper middle class or, or even beyond that to live in such an, a um yeah in, in such a dilapidated place he, he could have i'm sure he could afford a better home yeah and People were telling me, like neighbors, were telling me that um, the, you know neighbors. And by the way, the neighbors were allowed to be on the street. The neighbors that are like around the corner or on a different block aren't mm-hmm. uh, allowed there. So the police uh, present, and they were excellent. The police were were interacting with everybody, and they were just very nice mm-hmm. and very, uh, yeah. I think, attached to um, the crowd there. And there was some media there, and they were just um, it, it was well handled. Uh, but the the neighbors from the neighboring blocks uh, were telling stories that they'd walk by there and they didn't know the guy. Uh, you know, like this one couple was saying, they didn't know the guy, but they always felt bad for the neighbors next door because, you know, here's this guy in this sleaze hole in this uh, in this terrible, um, uh, you know, house that uh, has to be uh, killing the neighbor. You know, <laughs> killing's the wrong word, but the. Uh, um, it bothering the hell out of the the neighbors that they have this eyesore in their neighborhood. Uh, he has a disabled son, um, I, I believe. Right? It's a, actually it's his wife's son from another marriage, but oh, um, okay. yeah. So he has a disabled son and a daughter, and mm-hmm. you know you think about that daughter. I saw a high school picture the other day. Somebody showed me, and mm-hmm. uh, what was supposedly her high school picture. It was actually at the site. Uh, someone was showing me and. And, you know, you think about her and, you know, I mean, she hasn't done anything wrong as far as we know. They, right. She hasn't done anything wrong. Uh, but can you imagine a, uh, a a situation where where you wake up one day and your father is taken to jail uh, for, mm-hmm. for being a, a serial killer? Yeah, I know. I know. A nightmare, a living nightmare. And this, and you, and, and this is happening right under your nose. And he lived a double life. And, and he and, and he. He took lives, and he, and and he, uh, he did. God only knows what went on, uh, and these poor girls who were desperate for money, whether or not they were supporting a drug habit or they were living on the outskirts, and the parents had thrown them out, and the uh, and their lives were just snuffed out. 
and and it's not you know when 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 Gabby Petito disappeared over you know, about two years ago, it, that was uh, that was everywhere in the news. That would cause nationwide attention. And why? Because she wasn't a sex worker. She looked like a nice girl from uh, from out on the on Long Island, uh, yep. way out in Suffolk County, uh, with this boyfriend. And you know that's why people were people were interested in her. She was a, a, a good girl. She wasn't a sex worker. She was engaged, and she went missing. And then her and then uh, her her remains were found. And then it was all connected back to her boyfriend. And uh, no, but nobody paid that kind of attention to these girls. Many and most of them were were young. They were in their their early twenties. Nobody cares. Nobody ever cares about uh, people who resort to this kind of uh, work for a living. Yeah, it's I you know I always said if this was Marsha, Jan, or Cindy, that uh, the the peasants would mm -hmm. be out with pitchforks. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's the fact that they're uh, it's the fact that they're sex workers and nobody gave yeah. a damn about them. Right. And right. And the uh, and, they, and go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just going to add, I'm sorry, um, and probably he, Mr. Right. Horman, probably yeah. thought, of, who cares about them? I'm just, uh, I can dispose of them at, at my whim. Who cares? Nobody's going to look for them. And you want to know what's terrible is he was right up until now. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, mm -hmm. look, the, the former police chief, Jimmy Burke, who was appointed by, um, by the current county executive. Think about that. The, the current Ballone. county executive, Steve Ballone. Um, mm -hmm. The, these guys, the second they got in there, they got the FBI out. Uh, they, the, yeah, they took, uh, right. they, they took office on January 1st, uh, two, uh, 2012. And right, right. I, I remember, um, I don't remember when they took office, but I remember seeing Bologna during the, during, um, Superstorm Sandy yeah. and he was making the rounds. I remember that vividly. Yeah. And, and, and and I thought it, initially I thought that Steve Ballone was on, you know on the up and up, but I guess not. I guess that he was all you know palsy wowsy with everybody there and you know in the in the in the Suffolk County political circles. Yeah, well, he listen. I I was friends with both of these guys. I mean, I mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. I you know like when when somebody you know uh, asked like what's your line like what's the line a yeah. uh, friendship and I guess it's covering up a serial killing. Um, that uh, that's the line for me and I started asking yeah. questions and uh, and that's when I, I, I started having uh, trouble not with Burke Burke was like don't worry uh, don't worry about it Frankie I'm gonna get this mother effer you know and he was like talking real tough like we'll, we'll find him and uh, and and what I heard from Balone was you know like from different people like you know Steve's getting pissed that you're asking all these morbid questions about this morbid you know you know what and and, and I was like, what, about the serial? I, I said, are you out of your mind? And at the time, I had a show on NBC nonstop, and I did just celebrity. And uh, and then, you know, I had a, a show on CBS uh, radio in six different markets, and I never talked about the serial killing. I, I only talked about um, celebrity. I only did celebrity. And, uh, and I never went into it. But after a while, when it was not getting solved, I said, you know what? Uh, this is uh, I gotta I gotta say something, and for years I've been I've been screaming you know cover up cover up cover up, and for years different people from law enforcement or friends of Balone or friends of Burks, or friends of of Spoda the former DA, um, would come up to me and say would you stop would you stop all this all this uh, morbid curiosity or whatever you do and just let this thing die blah 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 and everybody used to say that to me. And the one thing I, it, that amazes me 
is that out of all the people who came up to me, um, that came up to me and said, I, you know, would you stop this? Not a single one of them said, there's no cover up. Not a single one of them said the words, there's no cover up. And, uh, and the, the reason is because nobody could say it with a straight face to me. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But it was obviously a, a cover up. They got the FBI out. Um, and it's not conjecture. It's a, it's a fact. I mean, Aaron Moriarty on, on uh, 48 Hours, CBS, uh, two-time Emmy winner, she got it out of Jerry Hart. She gave me credit for it, too. By the way, Jerry Hart was the, the lead agent for the uh, FBI. And Erin Moriarty, the first time I spoke to her, she called and she said, hey, I want to thank you. You gave Harry Fleiss a, um, a tip that led to this uh, new news. And I said, I said, Aaron, that's really old news that they that Burke uh, asked the FBI to, uh, to leave. And she said, no, it was an old rumor. It's never been confirmed. I just confirmed it on 48 hours. So, I, I mean, if you think about it, it's um, uh, it's amazing that uh, that that's so recent that that was there. But why would you want the FBI out? The answer is the answer is that Ballone and Burke did not want the FBI looking into what else they were doing. Um, and it's not that they killed anybody. It's not that Burke or Bologna Strickloff um, uh, killed somebody. It's that whatever else they were doing, they didn't want the FBI, around, uh, FBI to see it happen. But Steve Bologna has gotten a, a huge pass on this whole thing. And I've been screaming from the rafters. And, uh, and now finally, uh, it, you know, you're going to see it. It's going to all collapse around him. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. It's just fascinating. I'm, I, uh, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm very, uh, I, I think it's it's great that they have um, Ray Tierney in charge, uh, and and his and um, the new police commissioner was that the man? Who- Rodney Harrison, but he's listen. He's holding Tierney's coat. There's no question about it. He's he's done a good job, and and so did Errol Toulon, the sheriff. But the lead on this is the is the uh, uh, U.S. attorney. I, I'm sorry, the uh, former U.S. attorney, Ray, Ray Tierney. By the way, I, I started giving the description. Um, he was a local prosecutor, and he had a falling out, and he basically got pushed out of the Spoda uh, administration because he, you know, he wasn't a Burke-type guy. And he went on to the U.S. attorney and had an uh, incredible job, uh, uh, career there. And uh, he just, uh, you know, he lit up uh, the, the, the place. He was just so diligent and so uh you know yeah, uh, forthright right away do you know where he went to law school uh he went to he went to brown university for undergrad wow. he's an ivy legal like you and uh and you guys are cut from a different uh cloth than the <laughs> than the rest of us well, studious he's 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 really uh, he's a he's a cut above the rest he's he's really he sounds uh, terrific He's unbelievable. Um, he's just an unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he really is. He's super. He's great. I mean, I I really admire him. I mean, he's he is um, he's he's just uh, on top. You know, a number one. And I'm I, I'm I really admire him. And I, I can I'm not surprised he went to Brown. I, I don't I don't know where he went to law school, but I'm sure it was good too. And he's he's superb. And um, he's got terrific bearing and and uh, authority. And and, uh, and he's a good guy. Yeah, he's he's top notch. Uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Jordan. Uh, Melissa, uh, have you uh, a comparison to to this? Keep in mind we're in a major market. It's Long Island. There's going to be a political aspect to it. Um, I mean, the biggest crimes 
uh, in in you know television history, so to speak, or the, the big biggest media type crimes uh, are basically uh, Manson and OJ. OJ, uh, you know, above all else, because it was a twenty four hour news outlet um, uh, watching it, uh, you know, as, as it unfolded. Uh, Manson was gigantic and still gigantic. But other than those two, this one, and I've been predicting this for a while, this could be the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. This, well, I, you know, Manson had this charisma. You know, even, yeah. And I know it, it was he was an, a, a, a strung-out, deranged person, but well, no doubt, I mean, very charismatic, intelligent, but really, you know, strung out. And, uh, you know, he, he put a very bad spin on the 60s, to say the least. Uh, and up until his death, you know, he died in, uh, about six years ago. Um, you know, he his name carried weight, and he used to go around in the jail. I, I've, I've listened to interviews from former inmates who had run-ins with him, and, and if someone didn't recognize him, he would say, "Do you know who I am? I'm Charles Manson, and I'm be- you know I'm bigger and better than Jesus Christ." I mean, <laughs> I mean, up until the very end, except when he got very ill, and I think he just couldn't. You know, they had to put him in the hospital. He, you know, he commanded a lot of. Attention! I've respect attention. Whatever. Um, OJ is still going strong. He's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> OJ on Twitter. You know, he discovered Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if Manson was around and he was had access to Twitter, God knows what we would have gotten out oh of him. Oh my God! Forget it. Twitter would be shut down. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, you, can you imagine the rantings on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be like. It would be like our former president, but uh, but oh, you know, no. maybe a little more controlled. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm no, I don't just know kidding. about that with, with, with Manson. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Manson, uh, the funny thing about Manson is, uh, is, you know, people used to say that he'd get several marriage proposals per year. You know, like every uh-huh. year he'd get. And, and I was thinking, how how bad must the man shortage be if you're, you're proposing marriage <laughs> to Charles Manson? Look. Look, look, they're sending proposals to uh, Murdoch, Alec Murdoch, who's That's new, you know, a, a new inmate. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they, some, of the, some of these women are just, I don't know, they're out there. Yeah, they can't find anyone. But, no, they, they're, they're obsessed with him. They, they're his groupies. Yeah, amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Yeah. This, yeah, this whole yeah. thing. Now, Hurman doesn't have that look to him. He looks like an ogre. No. You know, that's what they said. Yes. He, he looks like that's an ogre. That's how he was described. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if there'd be too many women. Just, I don't think they'll have to worry about the lines of women um, <laughs> outside the courthouse. <laughs> I, I, I got news for you. Somebody, some lunatic out there is going to propose to him. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like, I, I, I don't know. I I. I've uh, I've completely convinced that there's there's a crazy person for every crazy person uh, mm-hmm. that's out there. But this is this is unbelievable. I mean, this is it. I've been talking about this for years. I, I I don't know if you followed any of uh, any of my coverage of this, but I was talking about this, and nobody else mm-hmm. was talking about. It. Newsday did nothing on it all these years. Well, now, uh, right. n- but now you've been on. All. You have been interviewed subsequent uh, to your you know initial co- coverage. You know, you, before this guy was discovered. Uh, you were on the, you you were interviewed. I mean, the, the, you you kept it alive. You you have been on the airwaves. You have been, you know. Everybody knows you. You're the you're the reason this case it would be stayed so relevant. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's I you know it, it was important, and uh, you know what? It was dark mm-hmm. when I did the first uh, series. It was like depressing. It was um, yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is heavy, and it's all uh, all very 
you know, just macabre. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. It just has a, uh, a, a terrible feel. And, and you try to be po- positive, but, I mean, when you're doing a serial killing um, uh, expose or whatever, it's hard to be. It's hard to be positive about it, but it was just a, it, it was it was something I I just felt compelled to uh, to do, and the fact that I was so close to this, and that I was, um, you, you know, that I could do something about it, and I could help knock out the old DA who wasn't doing mm-hmm. anything about it. He would have liked to, but he was incompetent. This guy Tim Sinney, mm. he just didn't, he, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't suited for the job, and the politicians, yeah. myself included, uh, got behind him, thought he was a white hat, and, and put him in there. Yeah. And he just wasn't capable yeah. of doing the job. No, no, evidently not. Now, we, I, I'm sure this is not Ray Tierney's last hurrah. I'm sure after, I don't know if he'll, how long he'll want to stay as DA, I'm sure he'll want to go on. I mean, don't you think? Yeah, well, I, you know, right now he's just focused on, on this, and, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it, you know, he's... Uh, just four days ago, whatever, it was a virtual unknown. A year and a half ago, he, he was, or two years ago, he was he was an unelectable uh, individual who was running against a guy with a lot of money. He had lunch money, and, um, and he had virtually no chance to win. And you could say, well, he got caught up in the Republican wave. In, in your county, Bruce Blakeman um, mm-hmm. benefited from the wave, and uh, it, he just yeah. barely beat out uh, Laura Curran. And that probably had a lot to do with the, uh, with the blue, uh, with the red wave, uh, coming from Republicans. Um, mm-hmm. Ray Tierney is a blank, right? He's not registered in any parties. Never, never has been, and so he registered uh, blank. But he was backed by the Republicans and the conservatives, and they got heavily behind him. And they, uh, and they just, um, I, you know, and and I was pounding away on the radio at uh, Tim Sinney and and talking about the cover up and Balone and. And everything else, and uh, and and quite frankly, it uh, it it caught fire. And on election day, he won fifty. Ray Tierney won fifty-eight percent to forty-two. See, that's not the wave. That's a that's an absolute beatdown um, when you're running against an incumbent. That news they loved. They loved Tim Sinney. They just you know he rescued a, a cat out of a tree. It was it was front page news for three days. You know it was ridiculous. You know uh, any ridiculous thing that he did. Um, it would be like, look how great this guy is, and whatever. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. Tierney's the real deal, and uh, yeah. very proud to know him. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I mean, I could just tell. You know, I didn't know his background, but yeah, you know, he's an exceptional person, and um, you know, uh, thank God for you and, and for him, and um, and the work of of, of the, the you know of, of the police and. Uh, and, and just keeping, you know, keeping this alive. Uh, I mean, I know this is the tip of the iceberg. There are still bodies, still, still victims not accounted for, and it's it's just terrible. You know, it's it's horrific. And to think this this guy, you know, walked free for so many years and led a, a double life. Uh, it's um, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, and you just wonder, you you wonder how many others out there like this guy there there's so few and far between actually serial killers i mean there's uh you know there's a lot in the in the big picture but in uh in, in the general population compared to every it is a very small percentage of people who actually can do this to another individual and uh, you know and thank god it is but uh, over the years i mean there's you know there are a lot of serial killers but you can count them 
you can count the documented serial killers that are uh, that are out there, the ones that you could find. Um, but this guy is, um, you know, he's he's a media uh, frenzy right now. Uh, he's under suicide watch, and I assume, oh. mm-hmm. you know, I assume uh, there, there's a good chance that he would commit suicide. Um, oh, really? You don't think it's just routine to put them people like that high profile? Um, hope, hope, high-profile prisoners. Uh, well, he's not a prisoner yet. But he's not, he's, well, he's not guilty. He's 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 innocent until proven guilty under our law. Right. Um, to, but to put someone like that uh, on suicide watch is not routine. I, I think it is. I I think it is. Yeah. But what I'm getting from people in the jail, in the know that uh, that it's it's a serious. They're worried about an Epstein thing happening. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know he'll never sure. be brought to justice. That's not justice. Letting him kill himself. He should, um, you know, it, it, and more yeah. and more information on him. Uh, I think there'll be other, uh, other than the fourth, uh, uh, Miss Baynard Bonds uh, and uh, what is it, Melissa uh, Baynard Bonds. I spoke mm-hmm. to her, um, her stepsister, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, and you know it was heartbreaking to speak to uh, to her. But she'll uh, she'll be attached to Hewerman also. And that's just good for the family um, to get closure. I mean, it's not, none of this is obviously good for the family, but to get final no, closure. That's true. And then I also, another side bit, um, he allegedly, Hurman, I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly, uh, made phone calls, um, uh, threatening phone calls, harassing phone calls. Taunting, on one of these taunting calls. Yes, yeah. yes, on one of these 77 burner phones he had to the families to the to that maybe to that sister you this woman you're talking yeah. about i mean what kind of a sick i mean it's uh, evil i mean this is uh, this is disgusting it's just it's it's reprehensible it's un, it's it's unbelievable yeah it's just uh, absolutely amazing uh melissa i tell jordan here with me frank mckay much more importantly our host each and every week can be seen uh the documentaries can be seen at uh, Melissa Vision on Roku or Amazon Fire uh, or uh, or on MelissaItellJoran.com and uh, binge listen to much of what we have. I have a couple more moments left with Melissa. And uh, M- Melissa, what are we um, what, what are we looking at? Uh, and, and it's kind of funny because I'm kind of in the middle of it uh, all here. But uh, from your standpoint, from what you could see and we haven't spoken since, you know, since it first uh, happened. But what's. Uh, what's been your experience uh, in viewing this kind of from the outside? Uh, I'm having a hard time doing it, but I, I'll, I'll say this, um, you know, just because I'm kind of like so close to it. My friend from Los Angeles called and uh, and said it's all over the local news out there. It's dominating the local news. My friend from Charlotte, North Carolina, said it is dominating his local wow. news. Not only that, it is all over the place. A friend called from Paris. Um, uh, an attorney that I know is on vacation, and they said Ray Tierney was speaking, and he was overdubbed in French on uh, on CNN, and then uh, and, and like CN, uh, SB, uh, uh, CNBC um, or MSNBC in in um, uh, Italy, where Naples, Italy, Rome uh, market, uh, same thing. He, uh, Ray Tierney was talking about this, and he was overdubbed in Italian. It is a big, big, mm-hmm. big story. And uh, what do you what do you expect next? What are we gonna? What, how long are we gonna be hearing about this? Uh, I, I this is you know this is as you said it's captivating the the country the world. I mean it's 
it, it, I don't think this is going to fizz out, uh, fizzle out so fast. I, I think they, they, this is just the tip of the iceberg. They haven't, you know, disclosed other inf information, other findings about this guy. Um, I think we'll, you know, we're probably going to hear maybe you, you'll have uh, interviews with some of these um, um, significant people, relatives yep. tied to the case. And um, I, I don't know when this, when they'll have this, when he'll, well, he's appearing in court and uh, I think it's August 1st, he makes his first court appearance. Yep. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, this is, you know, fa this is a, this is a, a, a fascinating case that almost went cold and uh, it, it's, it's just gruesome. You know, and I, and I look at the pictures of the swamp, the marsh, and I think to myself, well, I can't see the luxury is or the the beauty of it. Thinking that in behind all these gated homes, gate, the gated communities, these 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 um, um, high end homes are bodies, probably pieces of, of remnants of bodies, bones of of, of of young girls who unfortunately got caught up in this. And uh, it just to me, it just taints the whole area. And I wonder what's going to happen to the the property values at Kilco Beach. Yeah. Uh, just amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole thing yeah. is, is just amazing. Melissa, uh, great job as always. Uh, we thank, thank everyone you. for listening yes, each we and do. every week. And, uh, we do. We really do. And just keep yourself, keep your you and your loved ones safe. Keep each other safe. That's right. And I always think about these women who, um, you know, again, most of them, 90, 99% of them uh, uh, substance abuse problems. And I always think there, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Uh, you have no, you know, no idea what can happen. There's some great parents that that are dealing with uh, and battling with substance abuse, and you just never know where it can can get you. Um, so you know, it's just, it's it's just what a, what a terrible way to uh, to end somebody's life at a very young age. Uh, Melissa, we'll be talking uh, again real soon. Um, yes. Signing off. Thank you. And to everyone, thank you once again for tuning in. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa Itell Jern Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Jern and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.